0: Hey, what's up? Welcome to episode 21 of Movie Dumpster. Today we're talking Mosquito, directed by Gary Jones from 1994. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm Connor, Object Permanence McGraw. Welcome to the Dumpster. Hey, Doc. Figured out what's going on around here. Giant mosquitoes. Not giant mosquitoes. Giant mosquitoes. Yeah, I know. Look at this. Who are you? I work here. Where I used to work so these did all of this well it wasn't bigfoot Everyone in this movie is stupid. <laughs> Everyone in this movie is dumb as a pile of fucking rocks. It's a movie about giant mosquitoes. Okay, no, no, no. You're you are you are underselling. You didn't tell me this movie was a sequel to War of the Worlds, is what you didn't tell me. Yeah, well that's basically this is the alternate universe. this, this-, see, this is what this is what happened. Already. We're not even fucking a minute into this. And John Hurt's already fucked some shit up. Dude, I wrote down, it's been three minutes, aliens, giant mosquitoes, stupid people, why? It all happened with a drop of water. (laughs) Wait, didn't he narrate the fucking world? No, wait. No, no. It was Morgan Freeman, never mind. Yeah. And a Dufray. Yeah, drop of water and a fucking mosquito popped out and sucked the alien off. So this movie doesn't even take five minutes before it throws fucking alien dog fighting in your face. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. So let's plot crunch this real quick. Let's plot crunch. An alien spaceship crashes to Earth. in this, <laughs> in this, uh, in this uh, near this campground, uh, in a swamp. And uh the local wildlife, specifically the mosquitoes, suck the blood from this uh alien carcass that's kind of halfway hanging out of this ship um, and they become gigantic and they terrorize and kill an entire campground and it's up to a ragtag bunch of uh jokers to uh to solve this problem <laughs> they are a fucking group of jokers. I have nothing for this for this couple. <laughs> Our leads I have. Absolutely nothing, except for vitriolic rage. By the way, uh, this chick, not so much in the beginning of the movie, but as soon as she gets all sweaty or her hair gets damp, uh, she looks like a dime store Christina Applegate. Yeah. Especially, like, in the dramatic lighting or or at nighttime. You mean when she's running around with a little hatchet in her hand? Yeah. That hatchet was really funny. I'm like, look at that cute little axe. That, that, That ain't gonna do shit to anything. So, like, after... Okay, so, yeah. By the way, these aliens, you see an arm poking out of, like, the hatch... It's the most, I mentioned World of Worlds for a reason, it's the most 1950s, ooh, suckers for fingers, aliens you'll ever see. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't be supplies if they took a frame from World of Worlds and just fucking traced over it? It's it's ridiculous. I love it, though. All right, let's jump into this. So, we, we open up in space, and there's, like, this giant motherfucking battle cruiser, like, coming towards Earth, and this little, like, Independence Day-looking, like, uh, uh, fighter- Uh, ship like pops off it and like flies to earth and then for whatever reason it just fucking crashes right into a swamp i don't know he left the e-brake on or something i I don't know how to explain this dropped his cigarette and he like (laughs) burned his dick and he's like oh shit shep fucking cut him off and he crashed into the planet (laughs) he's like oh gnarf!" i dropped my blando stick (laughs) he was sucking on them death sticks man yeah you want to buy a death stick no Go away. Do you want to go home and rethink your life? I'm John Hurt. I'm now a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. Wait, didn't we? Yeah, we talked about that. I, I, was, I was hoping John Hurt would be Ben Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Is Jodie fucking Luke? Oh, God. I mean, this is the movie Dumpster Timeline. Jodie is definitely Anakin Skywalker. Oh, yeah. Master, I want to blow shit up. Not now, goddammit. <laughs> so is, uh, is Uncle Sam Palpatine? But, yes. Yes. <laughs> 100% like but Jody but like Jody's Anakin goes sour like way before Hayden Christensen does because Jody is a bad apple. Oh, he's tainted from birth. Oh my god. Um so yeah, this this alien ship crashes in uh the swampy campgrounds of wherever the hell USA. Is there a location given? Uh not to my knowledge. I think that there there is a camp name but I, I missed it. Oh, okay. Anyway, I had my eyes glued to this movie and I actually re- rewound it to the beginning so I could take notes because initially I wasn't. Uh and then I was like there's too much I need to write some stuff down. And even then I somehow like lost certain sequences. I was like, how did we get here? Yeah, for for a movie about giant mosquitoes, it kind of meanders all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> the balls. We have like some pseudo science shit going on too. It's like, "What are you talking about?" What's that science bullshit, doc? I couldn't believe what the fuck I was watching. Got giant mosquitoes flying around, and you're going to drop that line on me? Oh, okay. No, no, no. I'm going to. I'm about to crucify this girl for what she does here. Okay, so this couple is driving along the road, and uh, this giant mosquito flies out in front of them, and they just fucking mack this thing, and it just explodes all over the car. Yeah, they hit this thing, and then the boyfriend, who looks familiar, who I couldn't. He looks like. Okay, in some lighting, he looks like a bargain bin Patrick Swayze. Yes. Yeah, kinda. He looks like a renter patrick yeah, From Roadhouse. Specifically. He looks at her and goes, like, she's like, what did we hit? And he goes, I don't know, you're the animal expert. That's an important line. Or something, because, like, okay, this woman's going to work at a campground. All right, she's like, "I'm gonna take this animal back to the uh, to the lab and the school, and we're gonna do all these tests on it." And I'm like, "Are you a fucking like biologist? Like, what is happening?" Actually, it's funny you say that because for some pictures to show the the Phantom Zone guys, I pulled some stuff from uh, BadMovies.org, and her character is just as like, I can't remember her name. It says petite parentheses biologist. Yeah, she knows what a proboscis is. She describes it in detail, and what. Because the proboscis is sticking out of the car's hood. Right. Oh, no, it's stuck It's stuck in the radiator. Yeah, it's stuck in the radiator. So she describes what a proboscis is and what animals it belongs to in great detail and then looks down at what is clearly a four-foot mosquito and goes, but I don't know what this is. I have no idea what this is. But I know what this is. <laughs> it's a big bug or something. Yeah, and her boyfriend, Ray, he fucking rips this thing out of his radiator and you just hear the steam coming out. He's like, oh, shit. Like, what did you think was going to fucking happen, buddy? You just pulled rebar out of the front of your car. <laughs> I want to I make a quick note before we get too into this about the director of this movie, uh, Gary Jones. Uh, I did a little research after watching this movie because I was just, like, enamored by this film. <laughs> this guy has done some weird shit in his career. Uh, I don't know if this is his most recent movie. He did a movie called Axe Giant, The Wrath of Paul Bunyan. Holy f- Fuck. I watched him give a fucking interview at, like, a horror movie convention with some guy, and he's talking about this movie. He's like, yeah, you know, you know, when we did Mosquito, we came up with a concept that was like, huh, that hasn't been done before. And then I was talking with my buddy, and we were trying to come up with another movie idea, and I was like, hey, Paul Bunyan, yeah, you know, that's never been done as a horror movie. And then they fucking made it, and Joe Estevez is in it. <laughs> Goodbye, Joe. Go home, Joe. Yeah, and this guy, uh, from from the you know, what I looked at he also did some like effects work, I wanna say, in Evil Dead or Evil Dead Two. there's a bunch of guys that worked on Evil Dead that do effects for this movie, or at least one predominantly that I saw. Like the effects in this movie aren't even like my I don't have a single complaint about them, except sometimes when the stop-motion animation comes in, the color grading takes an absolute shit. Oh, the stop-motion stuff's great. All the composite work, like, for these things flying through the air, looks like dog shit. It looks terrible. Why just take them out of the movie? Why the fuck even have them? You don't need them. Yeah, like, what is the idea there, just so they can show more mosquitoes on screen at once than they actually had? I guess... But it looks so fucking bad. They look bad, like really, really bad at some point. Like, I think there's a scene later on where was it Parks and Ray are running up some stairs, and the scene previous, the colors, the color scheme and grading is completely different. Yeah, like oh yeah, hundred (laughs) percent. Like all of a sudden, you the next scene they're running the stairs. I'm like, I'm like, why is everything gray? And then I'm like, oh, never mind. Here it comes. I mean, this is a B movie of fucking B movies, man. Like, this movie was made on like a shoestring budget. I was infatuated with this movie the entire time because I couldn't. I like, I was stunned at its just like how inept it was. Well, and it's like you guys, you know, the effects. I agree, look really good, but then you have this like horrible acting next to it, and it just like totally kills the whole fucking film. I'm I'm gonna get to the, my most disappointing actor as soon as he shows up. The budget for this was two hundred thousand. <laughs> just just throw that out there. I mean for 200,000, they made some pretty cool looking fucking bugs. They're they're fucking sweet. I, again, like most of the besi- again, besides the compositing shit, like the stop motion stuff's cool, uh the big bugs are cool, the gore is cool. It's good shit. Yeah, I like and I like the concept a lot, even if it's like totally impossible, but sure, why not? Well, of course it is. And lacks a proper explanation at completely Completely. It's like, oh, alien blood makes big bugs. But think about it, Connor. It's still more of a reason than we got than Uncle Sam. It is true. There's more lore here than that fucking movie. (laughs) That's very true. My Uncle Sam got bit by an American flag. (laughs) Um, I think somebody said that last week. I don't remember who, but you know, let's just roll with that. So they're fucking around on the road. They throw this thing off into the woods, and then uh, we cut right to the summer camp. Uh, And not a summer camp like kids going to summer camp like a recreational campsite it's a campground it's campgrounds yeah and we're doing like a nudie cutie movie for whatever reason there's like chicks jumping around (laughs) playing volleyball this felt like the beginning of fucking uh caddyshack like i expected like i'm all right don't nobody worry about me girls playing volleyball the camera hangs way too long on like a butt or like a set of boobs classic 80s 90s pervy horror there's a 90s horror playbook um that this movie follows to a t uh to seemingly decent results so uh we're we're introduced to hendrix this fucking guy is like <laughs> it's like if rick duckman like took acting lessons from Clint Howard? <laughs> oh my god. His performance fluctuates from like attempted comedic acting to just straight up whining. Yeah, that that's his character. He just whines and complains the entire movie. Yeah, he just bitches and like at some point he just he just goes in a, a long ridiculous verbal vomitous spout about like, oh, shut up Hendrix, shut up Hendrix, Dude, you told Hendrix, yeah, man, 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 for like 90 seconds I'm like shut the fuck up Hendrix. Yeah, in the background of a scene and they like definitely focus on it for way too long this guy apparently was like the bassist or guitar player in the band the stooges no he wasn't are you serious The yes. Stooges. oh yeah he's the guitarist of the stooges that's fucking crazy i didn't even realize so this this perv is like sitting in the woods and he's like uh looking at the girls playing volleyball w- through like binoculars he's like yeah come on baby come on jump for me now come on jump shake your titties come on baby and then the other ranger comes up. He's like, hey, dickhead, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, you mean ranger, uh, ranger fat French Stewart? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm French Stewart. Hi, I'm French Stewart. I don't know how to do a French Stewart impression. There it is. It's, it's hard to do French Stewart without seeing the face. Because <laughs> he kind of sounds like Kaminsky now. Hi, I'm French Stewart. Hi, you're looking at the guns, the binoculars. <laughs> Mosquitoes. Give me those binoculars. I want to watch the girls play volleyball. Now I really want to watch Inspector Gadget 2. So, uh, the ranger's like, he's like, ah, well, uh, guess what, asshole? You gotta fucking stay here tonight. And he's like, oh, man, I was getting off work in a couple hours. He's like, yeah, well, fuck you. You gotta, you gotta go fucking smoke out the mosquitoes, fog up the mosquitoes. And... I'm going fishing. Bye. I, I just want to note that every, Connor said this earlier, everyone in this movie is incompetent, but these fucking park rangers are totally incompetent and assholes on top of it. Now, how these people got jobs anywhere is beyond me. But then again, we're about to meet their boss. Oh, God. He fucking hates mosquitoes. Let's put it that way. Oh, oh, you mean you mean guy who makes jokes about hating bugs likely to be killed by one? Yeah, we'll definitely get to see that, won't we? This guy has a personal vendetta against mosquitoes. Like, he is a man scorned. And he wants his revenge. This guy's out of his mind. They got blood fever. He's, like, plucking them out of the air. He's, like, he has, like, a... Doesn't he have, like, his own personalized swatter? It's, like, a little, like, these two wood blocks with a hinge. And he, like, picks his fucking mosquito off his arm. He's, like, yeah, I gotcha. And he puts him in the block and fucking sm... And he closes it real gingerly and then fucking smashes his fist on it. And he's so fucking happy. When that thing explodes, he's like, ah, look at this. This is delicious. Well, he opens it up, and it has, like, a dot in the middle. It says... Put bug on dot and smash. Yeah. And he's like, ha ha, and it says like bug killer on it. He couldn't figure out how to work it on his own, so he had to give himself personalized instructions. Uh, I think it was a gift, and then it just escalated from there. Yeah, Hendrix bought it for him. Also, like, how much satisfaction can you possibly have from squishing mosquitoes? They're nothing. They they are, they are weigh nothing. Dude, this guy fucking hates mosquitoes. He does a whole fucking rant on them. I mean, we all, we're all from the East Coast. We all hate mosquitoes, too, but not like this dude. I don't know. I'm kind of with him. I kind of hate fucking mosquitoes. I truly hated mosquitoes the first time I went to Virginia, and it was actually at a campground there, and the campground was, like, like far off. There was, like, a bit of some swampy waters, and then the bays, the, the, the campground itself sat on, like, a bay, so it was just moist city. Ugh. So, in addition to, like, the little, like, the, the, the tiny little crabs that would kind of just, like, find their way onto land, and you're like, oh, we're being invaded. Let's move. There was mosquitoes everywhere. I went to like three bottles of calamine lotion on that trip. So Hendrix is all pissed off because he's like, I don't want to work late today. I got just my day off. So he goes into the, uh, the the chief's office and he's like he's like hey chief he's like hey hey how you doing you lose some weight there and the guy's like shut the fuck up he's like listen <laughs> he's like I know what you're doing jerk off yeah he's like listen you, we gotta protect this campground you gotta kill some skaters you gotta take that big fucking mafogging pump machine and you gotta go out there and fuck everybody's day up <laughs> you gotta take this fog machine that's probably like forty years out of commission and go <laughs> spray the can- yeah like. <laughs> What? <laughs> he gives this inspirational speech and he closes it off by going uh, let's get busy and make the world safer American, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? They fucking walk off to kill some bugs. There's this random ass scene that makes zero sense until about 15 minutes later in the film where there's just this guy walking around in the fucking woods with some kind of PKE meter and it's you don't know who that is. I refer to this as the I'm Dr. Ted Nelson sequence from uh, the inc- <laughs> this. I don't know who has seen The Incredible Melting Man. Um, yes. But there's an entire sequence in that movie where the main character, Dr. Ted Nelson... Um, is just wandering around like the wilderness, going, Steve, it's me, it's Doctor Ted Nelson, it's <laughs> Ted Nelson, I can help you, Steve, it's Ted Nelson, and that's what this looks like. It's just some dude. It's it's a black man who looks like Isaac Hayes, just wandering around the woods with like a, a a a Geiger whatever the fuck. It's like a big old box with a tube. Yeah, it's a Geiger counter. His name is Parks, and he. We find out later that he is a meteorologist, but not that kind of meteorologist. The real meteorologist, like UFOs and shit. He he is, like, the only character in this movie with any sense of urgency. He's constantly looking upset at other people. (laughs) But, like, I don't know why he's there, like, they never explain it, like, was he dispatched by the government to go check this out or something? Yeah, he just kind of, eventually you find out that he's there to find this, what they think is a meteorite. Um... But yeah, you're right. They never say like who he's been sent from, if he's doing this of his own volition, or what. No, he just shows up in his fucking lumberjack outfit and just calls it a day. So then, right after that, we get introduced to uh, these three dickheads in a in a car that I lovingly like to refer to as army rejects. I refer to them as Bulk Skull and their meth addicted son. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that works too. He's adopted. So Leatherface himself gets out of the car and he's sporting a fucking uh, full army jumpsuit and a fucking beret and, like, a big-ass cigar. So, like, early in the movie, someone offhandedly mentions, like, three bank robbers or something, but it happened so quickly that when these dudes showed up, I was like, who the fuck are these people? Oh, you know what it was? I just remembered, uh, the couple, like, goes to a, um, a hotel to check in because their car's fucked. Yeah. So, uh, when they walk in, the guy the the hotel manager or motel manager whatever you want to call him he's watching like the news and uh they're like oh three bank robbers escaped and blah 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 that is the only bit of information you get in these guys what did they rob the fucking dollar store i guess by the way gunner hansen sucks yes let me make that very abundantly clear he is terrible. Kane Hodder, connect. I've seen him do it. Sorta. Of. Robert Englund, connect. I've seen him do it. Absolutely. Doug Bradley can act his tits off. I've seen him do it. Gunnar Hansen. Blows. Which is unfortunate because he seems like a pretty cool dude. Not that that gives you like a free pass, but no speaking roles. <laughs> yeah, please, none, none. Well, it doesn't matter anymore. R. I. P. But you know, yeah, I hate to speak ill of the dead, but man, he's bad. Um, so they we meet these these three. I don't know, tweaking idiots. Uh, well, Gunner Hans is not tweaking because he he can't show any range. The other two definitely are. What Junior and Rex? What is Gunner? What is Gunner's character name? Uh, Earl. So they have some kind of weird disagreement over. Over who was driving and how? Why they are lost? And then the Dime Store Hook music starts playing. Oh my god, this fucking music! It's like, okay, thank you. This has been bothering me for two days. I'm like, I know this. I don't know where I know it from. Yeah, it's it's very weird. It's like they dropped the quality on it and lost a few instruments, and they just called it a day. It's a MIDI cover. That's it. That's all it is. And like I'm like, there's you hear people on the you know on the outskirts in the woods going. Oh, oh, oh. fucking Dustin Hoffman comes out he's like ah good form where are those mosquitoes he's like I'm in the wrong movie and he just turns around and leaves. who caught that mosquito and who stuffed that mosquito and who said I couldn't do it who doubted me it was you leatherface wasn't it don't you dare try to stop me leatherface don't you dare try to stop me leatherface get up (laughs) off your ass and stop me leatherface um so then like uh rex has to go pee i suppose oh god and th- yeah and then his uh brother slash cousin i'm never really clear on that one this is like fucking around with a handgun and he's like ah, it's not loaded like a recurring question um why is it that everyone in this movie who goes to the bathroom has to walk six miles i don't know but like why where the fuck did he even find an outhouse did you build that joe <laughs> that yeah no that's yeah that's what i'm about to say like why? What? what are we doing? Like, you're walking into the woods to find an outhouse? How the fuck did you know it was there? He's got to take a piss. Just piss in the woods. How did you find an outhouse? In the middle of nowhere. He had a fucking map. Who the hell knows? He said he's got to take a piss, but he sits down and take a shit and then, like, looks up and there's a fucking mosquito inside this outhouse. How it got there, we have no idea. Yeah, there, I'm sorry. There's no way it could have fit in any of the openings of this, of this outhouse. <laughs> no. Would it, like, go in there and, like, close the door? <laughs> Just wanted some it wanted some privacy. Like, oh I'll just wait here for somebody to come in. Right before this, Junior fires the gun by mistake and Rex like fucking falls over, like Pratt falls in the middle of this field and is like, God, you know that's just not okay, man. I'm not okay with that, man. It's just you never know. You never know. So Rex like looks up and sees this mosquito and he freaks out and he runs out of the out of the outhouse and he's just like Dog shit. And he just, like, runs away. With his ass hanging out. Yeah. It hangs out for, like, an extended period of time, too. Like, you can run a lot faster if you just pull your fucking pants up. Carrie Jones is like, this is going to be the shot to make the movie. Oh, this is going to be hilarious. Look, he's taking a shit, and there's a giant mosquito in there. So he's running back to the thing, and he's screaming like crazy. Screaming like banshees. And uh, and then Gunnar Hansen and, the, and Junior, like hear him so they grab like a shot they like they have guns because they're robbers f- or something gutter hansen has like a full-on automatic shotgun uh he has muldoon's shotgun like <laughs> with the retractable <laughs> fucking stock and everything pretty fucking serious shit They're like that's rex and they run after him in the woods and then they see he's being fucking chased by a giant four and a half foot mosquito uh they're they're pointing their guns at him and they're like oh don't worry i got gotcha. you. Junior fucking shoots at this bug and pops Rex right in his fucking back and he just goes down and he's dead. Yeah, and that's like basically the last you ever see or hear of him. Yeah, he's gone. He's like, oh, I shot Rhett. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm fucked up. I mean, honestly, you probably saved him a lot of pain from the mosquitoes sucking his fucking blood out. Uh, (laughs) That's that's some of my favorite shit in this movie. Oh, it's so good. But then, so Gunnar Hansen steps up to bat and blows his fucking mosquito away. By the way, no one in this movie should be allowed to handle weaponry. I don't know, man. I I was going to bring it up later, but there's a lot of House of the Dead parallels in this fucking movie. These people are deadly accurate with these weapons that's fine this has an excuse they are shooting uh airborne uh live insects that are even if they are big they're still moving airborne targets this movie gets a free pass for me because it's actually entertaining oh absolutely well that's true i'll give it that they could have did a fucking backflip and shot 12 of them in the air like fucking Christian Bale in equilibrium and I would be like, nah, it's fine. (laughs) It's fine, whatever. He's like Roddy Dangerfield at the end of Back to School on the fucking diving board just firing the shotgun at mosquitoes. Uh, You have uh, Hendrix is out there with the the bug repellent in the fucking campground. Steps out like fucking John Goodman like in Arachnophobia. (laughs) He's like, trick or treat. And he's doing this to like the most fartiest trumpet music I've ever heard. It's... It's like that shitty kind of like like goofy army music like like in uh part 6 where they're playing paintball oh yeah yeah it's like the same exact thing oh yeah wow that that's that that's some serious vibes from that movie in this alone well the first few shots he's blowing this like pesticide or whatever the fuck it's supposed to be into like the woods and then like after about four seconds of doing that he just wanders into the campground where there's like 30 people like doing their thing and just spraying in their faces how did nobody stand up and just kick hendrix's ass he's fogging this entire campground he walks up and fogs some dude's hot dog. While it's on the grill, and then that guy goes cross-eyed and looks right at the camera and goes, "Hey, man!" And then he dies like five minutes later. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, but so that yeah, so we skipped over that one, and that's just basically to establish that Hendrix is out there doing that for the yucks. And by the way, this 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 bug fumigator looks like it. Again, if if someone broke this out in this day and age. You know what? If someone broke that out in 1995, I'd be like, put that fucking dinosaur away. And go get something that's actually from this century, you asshat. Just put on some deet. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Someone puts on some deet spray and then the fucking mosquito comes at him and it's just like, oh, no, I'm good. You kill these mosquitoes with a big can of off. Yeah, but I'm surprised there's no, like, there's none of that in this movie. Like, there is no bug spray use in this, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, you would think almost just for a gag, like, just fuck it at this point. With all the other shit that happens. I I don't know, this movie plays itself... For as silly as it gets it plays itself so fucking seriously i think that's why it's successful though and i'm kind of surprised that no one did take a can of bug spray and like took take a lighter to it and roast a mosquito in the air (laughs) yeah right that kind of would have made my day so then we get to yeah we go to these fishermen these park rangers who are uh fishing and making more bug jokes because we haven't had enough of those yet Uh, and one of them is the guy from earlier yeah it's yeah it's fat french stewart uh and he's fucking with his friend he's like he's telling bug jokes i can't remember what they are because they're terrible jokes he's like what what's the last thing that goes through a mosquito's head when they hit a windshield he's like what he's like "Dear ass <laughs> <laughs> um so he's fucking with his friend and by the way i wanted to make mention of this because um he goes to, he, he thinks he catches a fish and he like he loses it or something he reaches his hand into the water to go get his line and then like a fucking frankenfish or something pops out and almost bites him i'm like hold on Forget the giant mosquitoes for a second. Is no one going to address that this camp's lake is full of monsters? Well, hang on a second. It's a gar pike, but it wasn't like... I I thought about the same thing, and I was like, oh, well, they're kind of that big. And I'm like, I don't think they're any bigger. I just think it was supposed to be like a jump scare. Because if that was the case, that thing would be as big as the boat. (laughs) The only jump scare in the movie is a fucking fish jumping out of the water. Think about that. stupidest gag. (laughs) By the way, this guy... Not the trooper, the uh, the other guy on the boat. His buddy. Yeah, this guy looks like he hasn't fished a day in his fucking life. Like he does not know how to use this fishing pole. I don't even like fishing. And I, I think I can fish better than this dude. Angered a great deal of uh, older listeners out there who are like, what? And that's fine, but, like, but like, you know how to handle a fucking fishing pole. Yeah, because If I gave exactly. you a fishing pole, you'd be like, okay, yeah. And this guy's, like, it's the most awkward shit, like, watching this guy reel this shit in. Or, like, pretend he has a fish on it. He's pulling up this line out of the water, like, with his, like... Clasping his middle fingers and thumbs together, and like pulling it out like he doesn't want to touch it. Yeah, like it's got like it's got cooties or some shit. Ew, it was in the water. Well, it's like did he go on this fishing trip because his buddy asked him to, or did he actually want to be out there? I, I mean, it didn't look like he wanted to be out there. This his his friend was drunk as fuck. Uh, just real quick before uh, before we get into this guy's demise. Okay, so the effects guy that was originally working on this like quit. He just like said he was getting a pack of cigarettes and left, and like never came back. <laughs> Is that a real story? Yeah, it's a real story. <laughs> then the new guy they hired. Oh my god, that's the greatest thing. Then the new guy that they hired for it couldn't swim and they needed somebody to like hold the boat, but they still picked him anyway. They made him get into this lake with like weights on his feet to hold the boat so it wouldn't rock. Oh my god, what? And it's like, what the fuck? Like, what why would you do that? That is some fucking dangerous filmmaking. That's like um I heard that story from part four about uh how. The actor who played Jason almost walked off the set because they kept that girl in that fucking freezing ass tube um or raft. Oh, Ted White? Yeah, he was like, "Get this girl out of the fucking water or I'm leaving the movie." I didn't know that yeah they did so many takes of that particular sequence and then like the water was frigid and she's naked um i think like he said like this he she was shivering at some point he's like he's like stop the shot let her get a break or i'm leaving i heard he was a grumpy old fuck on set and i'm like that's kind of the most noble thing i've heard from a friday the 13th actor <laughs> yeah really so yeah so i don't know if that's completely true but that's what i read and i thought it was fucked up i i i think the best part of that is that the effects guy was like i'll be right back <laughs> <laughs> yeah the other guy now it's weird because there's a ton there's a f- bunch of people that worked on this film but and even like a couple people from the kmb effects not specifically any of the the titular B, but like other people that they had worked with like from the studio yeah like I know uh I don't know the guy's name but one of the guys that worked on Evil Dead to do like the Necronomicon like the page turn scene like he worked on this was that the stop motion guy that did the stop motion for it yes yes yeah so they were probably gaining and losing people all the time I would assume I mean this movie unfortunately when it, when it was done you know the studio that bought it like Went out of business, and Gary Jones only got like a check that didn't even cover the cost of the making the films. Everyone kind of got shafted in this movie. That's how you get fucked over, man. So the mosquitoes come, jump on the the passenger in this boat, and the uh, the dickhead uh, super trooper guy like falls off the boat into the water, swim like swims away. I love these shots at like little the like fucking the proboscises spearing him in the water. So then this uh, this this other poor fuck, he gets this mosquito on him, and. It what's cool about these things is like they have like uh this little like foreskin that pulls back on the proboscis. Yeah. And it has like almost like uh predator blood. It's got the equivalent of alien drool goo. It's like neon green, like it's like uh it's like KY jelly and the stuff inside of a um glow stick, like mixed together. Looks like car fluid. Yeah, yeah. I'm just making the comparison to uh, to Alien because those things are always just fucking wet and shit and then he just sticks his fucking proboscis right in this motherfucker's eye right in his eye oh and it doesn't cut away or anything it's so awesome oh it's so good and it doesn't kill him immediately no he's he's sitting there going (laughs) and I love these scenes because like you see the blood like withdrawing through this essentially giant fucking straw (laughs) like into its belly I think we've been waiting for a movie since Bad Taste to like really bring the red stuff and this fucking did it's so good. Oh, absolutely. I-, I kept thinking about bad taste the whole time I was watching this. Yeah, this is easily the most graphic thing we watched. Well, I mean, Tetsuo's graphic, but because it's black and white, you don't really get that sense of like grossness and uh, like the ghastly feeling of it. And the gore and the and is mostly centered around like body horror. This is just straight up horror violence. Well, that had that had a message. This is just like stupid. <laughs> But fun. And this dude's just getting his fucking like all of his bodily fluids drained out of his eyeball, which is a horrifyingly terrible way to go. And they make these like the the effects team like made like these. Only for a few of them Like a couple kills Like they made these Desiccated bodies And they're so fucking good Yeah Like the best quality Halloween decorations You can possibly find Just, just slamming your bat On your front yard Fucking awesome they look, they look like the California raisins In human form When they're done <laughs> Yeah so then, uh, Fat friend Stuart Swims away uh, By the way There's a lot of weird Sequences where people Poke up right in front Of the camera and seem like they don't really know how to not look into the camera. Yeah, they're given like, side-eyes and shit. They're always side-eyeing or cross-eyeing or exaggerating their look off the distance or something like that. Everyone looks very comical when they do it. Was it good? Did, did I do that good? Okay, cut. Did I, was, it right, was it right? Okay, cut. Alright, fine, cool. Well, we don't have time to reshoot it, so I hope it was good. <laughs> We're running in a film, let's do this. Yeah, especially the one scene where there's a fucking hand from a, you know cameraman in the shot. <laughs> is there really? Well, there's more than one, but one specifically. Oh, I missed all of those. Everyone in this movie is dumb and slow. Um, because granted, if one of these things get to drop on you, fine. But if one of these massive, massive mosquitoes is chasing you, I think you're you're gonna you should be fine. If you have common sense. No, he stumbles around the fucking woods. I gotta make another House of the Dead reference. I'm sorry. He's like fucking Greg in House of the Dead right before he gets killed. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa." wait, where am I going? But the skeeter does have a very uh, Evil Dead Two quality of uh, chase to it. It's kind of going through trees and underneath logs and all that stuff. It's going "Yeah, yeah, yeah, join us. It's like POV camera, like going through everything, and then like these cool, these cool shots of like these fucking this mosquito like on a string. Getting, like, sent through the woods. But it looks really good. By the way, I forgot to mention, when the mosquito first popped out of that outhouse, I laughed my ass off, and I still don't know why. Because there's something really funny about the way, like, the completely horizontal way it comes out of the outhouse. So this guy, like, gets, like, knocked down by this mosquito, right? Uh, well, I thought he gets pinned against a tree. Well, it, like, hits him, and then he, like, sits up against a tree, yeah. right? And then he just, like, jabs him. Um, I'm not sure if it's this scene or a scene later with Junior. I think it might be the scene later with Junior... But I guess I'll tell the story now. Anyway, fuck it. Uh, so they had these these mosquitoes on, like, these strings, right? But the fucking thing was so heavy, and it kept hitting this dude in the fucking head. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, cracking him upside the head, and they had to keep, like, redoing the take. They had to, like, stop doing the takes because he was starting to get a concussion from the fucking mosquito hitting him in the head. Holy shit! I would believe it for Junior because, like, this dude was propped against a tree, and there was probably a way to keep this thing upright. It looks like he was holding it. But with Junior, that thing was, like... Supposed to be assaulting him? Yeah, like from behind, I think is what happened. Yeah, and that, that I would totally believe that that thing was fucking him up. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of people in this movie that die instantly from these things, and there are a lot of people that struggle to fight these things for minutes at a time without getting any damage. We're, we're going to talk about Junior's death and how ridiculous it is when we get there. It's the best kill in the whole movie. Besides the one coming up, because I just think it's funny. So this motherfucker gets pegged to a tree and gets the life sucked out of him. Nighttime. Now it's nighttime. And there's a tent. And there's a couple fucking around in a tent. So we, hold on. We, we suddenly find ourselves in the sequence from Jason goes to hell. Uh, when the (laughs) camper the campers are in the tent having sex, they're rolling around the tent. They're rolling on the fucking sheets on the pillows, on the hot dogs. They're getting into it. They're rolling on hot dogs. They're rolling in beer. They're rolling in garbage. Like there's junk food all over this tent and they're just fucking in it. It's gross. <laughs> it's this, It's downright disgusting. If me or whatever partner I had in this given metaphorical moment rolled over a hot dog during the hot and heavy, we're stopping. Yeah, like, maybe we should move this shit out of the way. We're stopping. That's disgusting. I don't know, man. Some people would go in for a fucking bite on the roll. Yeah. <laughs> And if it was my hot dog, I would get tossed out of that tent in a heartbeat. What are you gonna go out there and water the plants, Connor? <laughs> this fucking whole movie is a goddamn Paps Blue Ribbon commercial because everybody's cracking these motherfuckers the whole time. Anyway, this guy goes out to get a t- to take a piss, and he walks ten miles. Oh, right. Be- wait, right. We have to preface this real quick. Right before he leaves, he's like, he's like, she's like, ah, something touched me. Not the hot dog or the fucking ruffles crumbling underneath her ass. <laughs> She's like, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's just a mosquito. Oh, there it is. It's gone. Like a regular-sized mosquito. And he, and he leaves. And uh, this fucking giant mosquito starts crawling in this tent like fucking Jurassic Park with the fucking T-Rex. <laughs> and starts, like, touching her leg with its little feathery feet. And she's like, oh, what are you doing, Bob? You fucking playing mosquito again? And this fucking thing, like, starts straddling this woman. And she just screams and like flips over, and this fucking mosquito plants that proboscis right into her ass cheek. (laughs) This is the only film where you're gonna see a giant mosquito stab somebody right in the dumper with a fucking with its mouth parts. This is definitely better than like any other like giant mosquito movie I've ever seen. It's the only one I've ever seen, but okay. Actually, as this movie went on. I was almost positive I saw it on Sci-Fi Channel at some point in my childhood. Are you sure you didn't see the knockoff Skeeter? Uh, Well, there's also Mosquito Man. Yeah, that's a piece of shit. Skeeter is, Skeeter is bad too, but not as bad. I'm pretty sure I saw that one on Sci-Fi Channel too. The mosquitoes and Skeeter are like the size of the mosquitoes in Jumanji. They're not like... I'm sorry, we didn't we didn't make ourselves clear enough. These mosquitoes in mosquito this movie that we're doing are like the size of a fucking Labrador Retriever. They are big. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, saying four and a half feet like definitely paints somewhat of a picture, but putting it in that way is way clearer. Well, yeah, when I say four and a half feet long, that's just length. Like, the, imagine how a mosquito flies and all of its fucking stupid ass legs that hang in front of it. Like, those are also exaggeratedly big too. It's terrifying. Uh, I mean, if a fucking I mean, Connor, you're saying you could run away from one of these things, but if this thing got you. You're fucked. No, here's my thing. This thing has one way to kill you, and it's a gigantic spear that has to come out of its face, okay? (laughs) Like, it's not made of pointy things. Yeah, but we're like, have you ever seen Mimic, for Christ's sake? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, okay, well, there you go. And first of all, you're not outrunning these things, you're just not, uh... They're four foot mosquitoes with with like fucking three foot wings. You are going down. They're gonna fly slow as fuck. They're gonna fly like pelicans. What are you talking about? Why would they fly like pelicans? Because they're huge. <laughs> Look, they could never get that big anyway because the oxygen wouldn't support their system. Look, exactly. I'm, you know, this isn't the fucking science channel, okay? <laughs> yeah, we don't do any of that science bullshit here. This is not. We have concerns. So this girl's getting her butt drained, quite literally, and then boyfriend who is again, why do these? Why is he fucking? like, in this movie and several other horror movies at the time, someone will look at a boy, I wrote down ubiquitous tent sex scene death. Um, Like, the dude in the tent will go, I gotta go take a Piss, and then walks 18 miles off into this, like, desolate area full of nothing where either he or his significant other be- can be killed where the other one can't hear him. Well, he's trying to find that outhouse that Rex was at. He's the only one in the fucking woods. He's trying to find it. Yeah, but, like, wouldn't you just, like, step out of the tent to the left or right? First of all, it's also, like, your girlfriend and her wife. Like, I'm-, I'm sure you've peed within five feet of her before. Like, just go outside, go outside the door, and just pee to the left of the tent. <laughs> and let me tell you something. If we're rolling around in hot dogs and other kinds of fucking disgusting, food like these people piss in front of each other (laughs) (laughs) these people probably piss on each other um so yeah these two well his death is off screen which is kind of disappointing uh but it's hilarious because the fucking mosquito floods out but he goes (laughs) yeah I mean, what else can you really say if you have a giant mosquito flying at you? Let's be real. With his cross-eyed expression, I what I wrote down. Who are these people? Uh, as my next note, I don't know why I did that. Oh, it's uh, it's you know the next. What are you talking about? The next scene? Yeah. Well, it's just Ray and Megan. They're waking up in their hotel room, and Ray's gonna try to bring Meg to work, and uh, that's why I wrote that because like we're we're just like these, this couple is just dropped in our fucking laps, and it's you go. Are these our protagonists? And the movie goes, uh-huh. And you go, well, I didn't ask for these people. Well, no, the mo- movie for the first half hour does that. But then they introduce Doc Parks as, like, an actual character, not just some dude walking around the woods. And it's like, actually, he's the main character, but we just didn't have anything for him the first half hour. So, yeah, you get these two for a little while, and then they just don't do anything else the rest of the movie. We threw some B-roll of them in the beginning. I hope you guys caught it. Yeah, like, okay, that's why I asked, because... What they they like uh they meet parks and then like decide to go drive off somewhere so he can you go go use his Geico counter. Well, well, yeah, because Ray is like trying to fucking get a ride so that his so girlfriend or fiance or whatever Meg is uh, the the animal expert to her new job as a park ranger and he just sees this guy trying to get like the uh the cover on his jeep. He's like, oh, if I help him, he'll give me a ride. Uh, also, like, why is she a park ranger? She's supposed to be, like, a biologist. Like, is she supposed to be, like, the the like the like park's animal expert? That way, if they have, like, I don't know, maybe a bear sighting or, like, some kind of, like... And, like, I'm assuming she's supposed to be, like, the camp veterinarian or camp veterinary expert. I guess? Which then, like, makes my blood boil because she's a fucking idiot. I mean, earlier in the movie, there is... When the the chief, the chief ranger is arguing with Hendricks or explaining to him, like, what he wants him to do, they do mention that they're getting a new park officer that they've been waiting for years to get... Um, so I guess she's just fresh out of college and got hired there, but yeah, I mean, it's weird that she has all this biology background, like, was that her minor, was that her major, like, who the fuck knows, Has never really gone into. And I think that's why I wrote, who are these people, because we don't, we're not given anything about these troglodytes. So, so then from there, yeah, like, uh, like Sean said, uh, they get, they get a ride from Parks, like, they basically just, like, con him into a ride, and it, and it turns out he's going that way anyway, so, um... As they're driving, hes they're like, yeah, all right, so you're a doctor? He's like, he's like, yeah, I don't like being in the city. Uh, you know, I like being out here in the, in the fresh air and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, what are you doing out here? He's like, oh, I'm a meteorologist. And they're like, oh, you're a fucking weatherman? And he's like, no, 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 a real meteorologist. Like, I study meteors. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, here's his Geiger counter. Yeah, his Geiger counter. Yeah, that thing, uh... It follows radiation. They're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure, it does. Okay, Doctor Ted Nelson, or something. And uh, they're driving, and all of a sudden the thing starts going fucking crazy. And they're like, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting a reading. We got to pull over. So uh, they pull over, and they're he's like scanning the area with the Geiger counter, and uh, Meg like goes up. She walks down the fucking road like on this like bridge that's overlooking a uh, a lake. Or a river, and uh, the fishing boat from earlier just slowly like creeps out from under the bridge into frame, and you just see this fucking California raisin ass fucking body just in the <laughs> in the boat. Oh, and how they handle this scene is like probably my favorite sequence in the movie because this is not this is a blueprint of how not to handle finding a corpse. Everyone is so like, oh shit, it's a dead body. Uh, should we call the police? Nah, let's drag it over to the bushes so nobody finds it. He's like, not yet. He's like, don't touch the body. So. He he like see he like senses that there's a bunch of radiation coming off the body. So they so him and uh fucking Patrick Swayze pull the fucking boat up <laughs> and uh and he's like and he's like, ah, oh, we can't Every This woman wants to load all these fucking dead things into people's cars. In the beginning, she's like, come on, we got to take this bug throw it in a car. It's all fucking broke and disgusting. And he's like, no. And they're like, oh, let's grab this body and throw it in the back of your fucking Jeep. And he's like, I'm not sitting back there with this dead body, man. This guy whines almost as much as Hendrix. Almost. That's not how you should handle a dead body. And the alternative is not how you should handle a dead body. Call the police. Uh, they're also, while they're discussing, like, what could have possibly happened to this guy... Uh, Ray is the only one that's like, ah, maybe it was an alien. And they're like, ah, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And I'm like, ah, actually he's kind of right. But, yeah, the whole reason they don't take the body because it's, like, r- super radioactive. And correct me if I'm wrong, but if something's very radioactive, then you can possibly get uh, poisoning from that. Uh, you can possibly we get cancer. Yes. Uh, so I thought it was hilarious when dude is like wait a second if we touch that you know are we gonna get sick or you know it's it's full of radiation he's like nah it's fine and they pull the boat (laughs) like what the fuck nah it's fine you know at work when i go take x-rays of animals i don't put on a lead gown because it's gonna be fine well parks wants to crack this fucking case he doesn't want to give it to the cops because he's like i found this dead body is radioactive i need to find this meteor and if that's radioactive then we can go find the cops because then i'm famous we don't call the cops we have to call imagine dragons (laughs) yeah I'm going to quit the show now because that was the worst joke I've ever made. (laughs) Oh, my God. Look, they're from here. I have to kind of show them some uh, semblance of respect. But now that I've done that, uh, fuck yourselves, Imagine Dragons. You're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that turned around quickly. <laughs> so they, they fucking take this body back to... No, they don't take the body back. Don't they go to... Uh, they go to the camp. They go to the camp, and they go to see the the boss of the camp, uh, Mr. I-Hate-Mosquitos. Uh, so they walk in there, and Parks is like, what the fuck happened in here? Everything's totally tore up. the shit broken all over the place. There's blood all over the place. He goes over to the, the desk, and he looks down. He flips the fucking chair over over and there he is fucking sucked dry like a goddamn capri sun (laughs) i also want to note that when they they look around this totally like fucking like destroyed uh campground and like this turned over fucking uh park uh office ray's like "Ah, i think it was a madman and doc parks is immediately like ah shut the fuck up that makes no sense like you're a moron right before they leave the office He, they're like, oh, come on, we got to get out of here. And he's like, we can't just run like a bunch of chickens with their head cut off. And he's like, hey, man, who the fuck are you calling a chicken? And I just thought that was the funniest fucking thing. (laughs) This guy is such an asshole. I think Ray takes steroids. Yeah. Like, dude, like, calm the fuck down. That's not even what he said at all. (laughs) He's like Sylvester Stallone. He just stands up there. He's like, HGH is legal and it makes you feel good. (laughs) Wow. Or he's like constantly coming down off like a recent coke bin. So he's all irritable. I feel like this guy just wants to drop his girlfriend off and leave. Yeah. Do you blame the guy? That too, yeah. He's he's stuck he's stuck there the whole time. Yeah, he's like, Oh man, I don't want to go to your stupid job or whatever. Honestly, Connor, I wouldn't be surprised if every time somebody said something that put him in more danger he wasn't doing Coke on the side. I mean the scenes he wasn't on, you know, heavily like featured in front of your eyeballs, it wouldn't surprise me if he was just like <laughs> Yeah, all right, I was a Weeblo once. <laughs> <laughs> you know how hot that was. <laughs> Oh shit! The mosquitoes are here. They called this guy like pretty boy like ten fucking times in this movie. He's not even that pretty. He's got a, like I said, he looks like he looks like Patrick Stewart if he was like I don't know missing a chromosome or something <laughs> like. Patrick Stewart. Patrick, Patrick Swayze. Fuck. <laughs> I'm just picturing this fucking guy as Patrick Stewart. Like I was a weeblow once. These mosquitoes mischi- <laughs> shall not make it past this door. Make it so. Make it so. Make them dead. <laughs> make them dead. <laughs> um. So then, like, yeah, they split up here, and then Parks goes and finds like just bodies and bodies and bodies and bodies and bodies and bodies. It looks like no one bothered to defend themselves at all, because everyone's like in the in this like some dude is lying, like. He's been planked or something with his legs... Like, he's making a 90-degree angle with his legs up against a tree, and his head is on the ground. It's the strangest thing. You have to think as this movie goes on, like, there are a lot of these fucking mosquitoes, so if you just imagine that all, like, thousand just came in on this camp at once, like, no one's surviving that for more than, like, 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. With no weapons, and just, like, being completely su- uh, swarmed, and attacking them with, like, suntan lotion, yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, like, these aren't the dried-up husks, you are just kind of a heavily made-up uh, extras. And Doc Parks is walking around with his hand on his mouth, like it's a fucking car wreck like oh my god I can't believe what happened yeah it's just a bunch of people like with like pale makeup and, like, a little bit of blood on them. And then, boom, they're mosquito victims. So then, while he's doing this, uh, Ray and Meg uh, go find a, uh, an overturned boat. Uh, and they they, uh, they wait for an ambush, and they flip it over, and out comes Hendrix, who gasses them with more bug repellent. Oh, God, they should have left this motherfucker under there. This motherfucker's hiding under this boat, but for some, for whatever reason, he's, like, bumping it? Yeah, I understand. Like Maybe he had to scratch his ass. Yeah, why, why is he alerting the giant insects to his presence? I- exactly. It's like, I'm not under here, mosquitoes. It's just... Your f- neighborhood friendly Spider Man, leave me alone. <laughs> and what is that like? Al- is that about like aluminum? Like you're telling me they can't stick their fucking things through that? Yeah, seriously, it looks like it's made of like fucking uh, uh aluminum foil. So they they find uh Hendrix and then they uh okay. So this is the part where I was compelled to write down uh in very large letters. This woman is stupid. Because, okay, Park stumbles upon a giant dead mosquito. The singular dead mosquito from this massive attack. Now, if you remember earlier in the movie, Meg walks up to a giant bug that they just hit with their car and describes a proboscis and what animals use it and looks down at that bug and says, I don't know what this is. That's very important. Because this woman has no object permanence. She forgets things as soon as you remove them from front of her face. She completely, like, identifies the entire body at the beginning of the movie and it's just like, ha beats me yeah and then now she sees this bug corpse and goes oh it's Aedes aegypsis what the fuck she says the, like the Latin and term and describes this this giant mosquito who is now in more or less the same condition as the one from earlier in the movie down to a T and immediately knows what it is. Yeah, as Doc's kneeling over it, like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, everyone's like, yeah, that's a fucking mosquito. Where have you been? And then Hendrix goes, Huh, hey, it wasn't Bigfoot. Thank- uh, thanks, Hendrix. Why are you here again? I was under a boat, and they disturbed me while I was scratching my ass. So they're like, oh, we got to get out of here. And they uh they run to the Jeep, and he's like, we're not leaving. It. Hendrix is like, we're not leaving it, man. What if the mosquitoes come back? They're going to bite us. So let's get in an aluminum camper. Granted, not getting to a Jeep is probably the smartest thing anyone in this movie does. So, so they see this Winnipeg. Diego, and they go in and uh they pull this dead fuck from the uh, driver's seat and they all hop in and the mosquitoes start coming and then they realize they don't have the keys so parks jumps out and like finds the keys in the dead guy's pocket this is like the most manufactured tension in the fucking movie why why wouldn't you frisk the dead man who's in the driver's seat for a key they do after they throw him out after they throw <sighs> yeah but first like <laughs> if your plan was to take this rv then why did you take it from in the first place well remember when it was like a big thing to leave your fucking keys in the visor yeah i was thinking the exact same thing i thought he was going to be checking the body and not find it and they were right there but they didn't go there with it i was a child when that was kind of a big deal i'm just saying like that's like the biggest fucking movie trope ever oh yeah it's true everyone leave your keys in your cars nothing will ever go wrong roll your windows down and put them in your visor by the way we, we forgot to mention that like that tent sequence where the boyfriend and girlfriend died that was at nighttime now we're in daytime there's no sense of transition whatsoever oh yeah <laughs> I just realized that. That didn't occur to me until right now. Well, there is a transition actually because it it cuts back to the hotel where Ray and uh, Meg are and he's like waking up like yawning and shit. That's your transition. Oh wow. This directing is stunning. I can't believe this movie isn't more popular. So then this this fucking RV sequence goes on forever. Oh yeah. So they're driving and uh they come to Leatherface and his band of idiots. Or the other, just just the one idiot now. His 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 band of idiot. Why do they pull over? Are they, like, waved over? Or, does, or are they just feel bad? Like, I, I didn't get that. Why would you stop? Doesn't someone in the RV say, like, we can't just leave them out here. They say that several times over the course of this entire exchange. They're pulling a gun on us, but we can't leave them out here. Even after when they're about to kill them, they're like, come on, we can't leave them out there. These criminals suck. Let's just get this out of the way. Like, and they successfully get these people out of the RV, hold them up at gunpoint. They have the advantage... And then just lose. They're supposed to be hardened criminals. They're beaten and bamboozled by a park <laughs> ranger, another park ranger, an asshole, and a scientist. Junior gets fucking KO'd with a goddamn <laughs> the butt of the shotgun. And then Parks is fist fighting Gunnar Hansen. And beats him. Well, by the way, we find out that the scientist served, like, what, three tours in Vietnam or some shit? And so did Hendrix, but he's like 25? <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and then we're led to believe that, like, I guess Gunnar Hansen was in the army, too. Why else would he be wearing camouflage in a beret? But he totally doesn't speak up when that topic comes up. No. He just sits there fucking wringing his wrists. So they beat these two they, they, these two idiots into the ground, uh, and they finally decide once again, like, well, we can't just leave them out here because mosquitoes are coming back again. And, like, the mosquitoes are, uh, like, you know they're coming because in the background you hear, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, we can't leave him here. Get some rope and let's tie them up. Yeah, let's take the time to tie them up. That's like another five fucking minutes. Not in this universe. They get those dudes tied up with like really complicated knots in like a couple seconds and get them on board. They use that fucking spell from Dungeons and Dragons is what happened. <laughs> tied them right up. This is also the part where I, I, earlier I mentioned that they fucking robbed the dollar store, but this all comes back full circle. Ray grabs their fucking bag because they're saying, Oh, we're not bad guys. We're not bad guys. He's like, okay. He grabs their bag and throws it in the... Uh, RV and it just filled with like fives and ones he's like oh yeah you're not bad guys it's like These guys suck. They They knocked over a fucking vending machine. That's what it feels like. Like, when they shot this film, did they just ask cast and crew, like, all right, whatever you got in your wallet, we just need it for this one shot. Can you just throw it in there? Will we get it back? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll be right back. I'm going to get cigarettes. That was the the budget. (laughs) And the effects guy was like, oh, I'm going to get cigarettes. Bye. So they get in the RV, and uh, Park starts driving off, and they're set upon by more mosquitoes. I think more is putting it lightly. It's a barrage. It's like all of the mosquitoes are just now, apparently, after them. And then uh, uh, Junior and Earl magical get out of these knots that they uh, spent so much time doing. Well, the mosquitoes are coming, and you just hear them in the back of the fucking truck. They're like, come on, guys, untie us. Like, come on. And then a mosquito breaks through the fucking roof and starts flying right at Junior and trying to fucking bite him for like five minutes. He should have been dead in this sequence. Like, we, you were just talking about how... People struggle with these mosquitoes and, like, some people die in, like, a second. This guy's tied up. There's nothing impeding this mosquito from sticking his fucking proboscis in his face. So, yeah, they're driving in this fucking Winnebago and, like, these mosquitoes are, like, flying into the windows and there's, like, they're just, like, inside the Winnebago. You've got Meg hanging out the fucking door with the hatchet. You've got... Doc Parks with the fucking revolver as this one, like, trying to get him while he's driving. And he's, like, trying to shoot it, like, under his arm at this thing to blow its fucking head off. Ray's <laughs> walking around with this semi-automatic shotgun. On a scale of one to the canyon chase sequence from Mad Max Fury Road, it's like a two, but it's still fun. Uh, by the way, they're, like, they're, like, shooting shotguns in this fucking Winnebago. Uh, yeah, okay, okay, I'm sorry, that's the other thing. They're shooting shotguns at the floor of this Winnebago. You're blowing a fucking hole in the floor. You're blowing a fucking hole in the undercarriage. <laughs> just hits the gas tank and just blows the whole fucking car. Uh and these things are everywhere. Um and eventually like Meg hangs off the door and like knocks a mosquito off this the, the fucking thing. Uh and Earl gets out of his his restraints, uh takes the hatchet and t- kind of takes her hostage. Well, no. He doesn't just take it. He goes, "Hey, throw me that hatchet. I got to save Junior." Meg throws it to him. He kills the fucking thing and then he grabs her by the neck and puts it through her throat and is like, "Huh?" got you so he's got her by the neck and he's like all right you guys are gonna give us this truck now and it's like dude you, you do realize you're being attacked by fucking four foot mosquitoes right now is this really the best time to do this and he's like i don't care he's like we just want the truck and junior's like can't we just go with him till the morning and then we'll just go on our way he's like shut the fuck up yeah the moron is the one making the most sense so then ray like in the moment of like him getting distracted like kicks the fucking hatchet out of his hand And then, like, they all, like, now are pointing guns at him, and he's just like, ah, shit. And then a fucking mosquito crashes right through the fucking uh, windshield, and uh, Parks, like, fucking spins the wheel, and this motherfucking Winnebago goes up on two wheels for, like, a cool, like, 50 feet, and then just tips over. No, I thought a mosquito uh, stabbed the uh, other wheel. Because then they had that really kind of ridiculously hilarious shot of the the, the mosquito stuck in the wheel spinning around on the ground. <laughs> also, right before this, just because the shot was hilarious, I have to mention, when Meg gets away from Gunnar Hansen, he's like, what are you going to do, you little bitch? And she kicks him fucking right in the nuts and he just falls over. This is where I decided that he was terrible because he's like, he he delivers his line like, what are you going to do, you little bitch? And then she kicks him in the nuts and he reacts by just kind of popping his eyes out, not not vocalizing at all, and just passing out. Not even. Like he's just like blank stare. He's like, oh, ow. Wait a second, did I get hit in the balls? Is that what's going on here? Oh man, that hurts that hurts so much I forgot to react. Here I go. <laughs> and you know, there's a reason why he never had any speaking roles. Meg was like, this is the part where you fall down. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, oh, and he goes to one knee and is like, oh, uh, is this good? Throws himself over. <laughs> uh, those are $500 sunglasses, asshole. <laughs> so, yeah, then they, they crash the car, and Doc fucking climbs out of this car, and Junior comes up behind him, and they're like, whoa, I'm glad we made that out of that alive. And Doc, I forget what why he does this, but he just grabs Junior by the throat and, like, lifts him into the air like Cain or some shit. He's like, look, you're going to fucking listen to me now if you want to come with us or some shit like that. This is when Parks is, like, you, you get an idea of, like, what kind of a monster he is. Yeah. <laughs> he grabs Junior and, like, yeah, like Sean says, he straight up choke lifts him. Yeah, and then right after that, Earl and, you know, the rest of them get out of the the, the wrecked uh, camper and, and fucking... Doc, Earl, and Ray have, like, this Mexican standoff and dick measuring. Wait a second. Did we mention that uh, Earl was stabbed by Meg with the fucking... Oh, that's right. Yeah. Earl is... Oh, no. You're right. She was. Earl is stabbed... Yeah. She gets away from him by picking up, like, the severed proboscis of one of the mosquitoes and stabs him. Uh, stabs him at the side, which, judging by the size of this thing, he's dead. He he will he will bleed out on the floor. Oh, and, and Hendrix gets uh, one of these things straight to the the fucking thigh he will bleed out in minutes well that that's a good point you made though Joe bringing that up because I feel like and this is actually kind of a missed opportunity in my opinion and I don't don't mean to jump ahead a little but when Gunnar Henson when he has his his big fight at the end of this movie I almost like buy into it a little more if they played up that injury more instead it's just it happens and then it's never brought up again. He's not, like, holding his side. He's not, like, oh, I'm in pain or what have you. It's like he, they completely forget he even has it, you know? And meanwhile, Hendrix, the rest of the movie, is limping around complaining about his injury. So it's kind of, like, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's also funny, too, because, like, what's what's that, what's Patrick Swayze's real name? Oh, Ray. Ray. When Ray <laughs> Ray gets out of the fucking truck or out of the Winnebago, and he's, like, he's, like right up in Gunnar Hansen's face. And he's, like, you know what, man? I wasn't so tired, I'd kick your ass. Yeah, I'd like to see that. It's just like, why? What, what the fuck are you trying to do? And he's like, come on, man, you want to go? You feeling tough or whatever? He would get a few punches in and then Gunnar Hansen would grab his head and smush it. Uh, well, that, I think Gunnar Hansen would take a few punches and then throw one and get winded. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a possibility. Yeah, he's not hes not fighting anybody with that hole in his ribs. Yeah, he got probed in his fucking belly there. So they somehow get the, oh, the mosquitoes are coming back because you're once you're gonna hear um, and then uh, they decide to, what, get in the drainage tunnel? Yeah, they, like, they like run for cover, and they get into the drainage tunnel, and then, like... Well, Junior's looking for the money. He's like, oh, we forgot the money, and Junior's, and Gunner Hans like, get out there and go get it. That was $57. That's enough for a fucking video game. We need that. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of our big scam we're running. There's gotta be 500 bucks in there. Yeah, Sean, you're about $3 short of an actual video game, and you're not including tax. <laughs> eh, they're gonna rob the other people. They'll make it work. So, so he gets the bag of money, and he runs out and Hendrix pops out of the tunnel and he's like, He's like, God damn it, Junior. He's like, Come on, get in the tunnel. He doesn't even react. He like he like stops and waits for the mosquitoes to come. And then throws the fucking money all over the place. And then like the fucking mosquito. This is that scene where the mosquito like gets comes at him from behind and like fucking cracks him in the head. Oh god. Okay, I gotta go rewatch that because now that I'm thinking about it, I can't imagine how that must have felt. This is the money shot of the movie, though. We've mentioned it in a few other podcasts, but this is like that scene from Austin Powers with the steamroller. Oh yeah. It's just one of those scenes <laughs> that the person just waits a little too long for the bad shit to happen. No. Get out of the way. Stop Like try to run something. Don't just stand there. Yeah. The tunnel's like five feet away like just get in there but he dies for our pleasure because this is the best kill of the whole movie oh my god this kill doesn't even make any sense it's the fucking best because like everyone so far who's been killed by these mosquitoes like they just kind of turn into like a dried up husk like they just clearly suck dry but like junior gets stuck and like this thing must be sucking extra hard because like his skin gets pressed against yeah he gets like pressed against his bones. And then his eyeballs uh, pop out like Friday the 13th part 3D for some reason. Uh, And then they explode. (laughs) And then they fucking pop. So then the mosquitoes start crawling into the fucking tunnel. And they drop down into this like little uh, reservoir or whatever. But there's like all these tunnels that lead all around. They dropped into like a a tiny version of where they run into in Judgment Night. Well, the whole time they're climbing through these, uh, they basically they have to crawl to get to the uh to the spot where they end up chilling for the night but they uh the whole time they're crawling through this uh the doc has a fucking lighter just to see where he's going in the back Hendrix is like going backwards shuffling with this fucking shotgun and he just keeps saying all right they're getting closer shoots they're getting real close shoots they're almost on top of us shoots they're almost here shoots they're right here, shoots. <laughs> Let me tell you something. They're all deaf. <laughs> they're all fucking deaf. They can't hear each other. You wanna know why? Because they're shooting shotguns in a fucking tunnel. They've all got tinnitus. That's the only explanation. There's no there's no way after that gun goes off you can hear a goddamn thing anybody's saying in there. They come out to like the circular room that's like filled with water. I would say it's like maybe like a ten by ten foot circle room. I guess the idea is the water is supposed to be pulled into that section through the drainage pipes, I think. Um, but but um Doc he he goes to see like which way to go to get away from the mosquitoes and they do their little alien fucking reference and he puts the light up to one of the drainage pipes and there's just a mosquito right there and he's oh did the mosquito put its arms out and ask for a hug? <laughs> That's my favorite part of Alien. Yeah, you got to see the director's cut to see that part. Give me a kiss, Dallas. <laughs> And then they all, and then they all start shooting. He's like, "All right, everybody shoot into the tunnels." So now they're all they're all occupying all of the tunnels and shooting these fucking things. And Meg's are going in a circle. Her name is Megan, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're all going in a circle and she's like handing them all extra like uh ammunition. And they're like wasting all of their bullets because like 2 seconds later they're like all out of ammunition and Parks is like, "I got it." mosquitoes hate fire give me a clothes yeah give me your fucking piss and sweat soaked fucking drawers and i'm gonna light them on fire they work like citronella candles i, I trust me they're super flammable somehow <laughs> yeah even though they're all they're in the water they are soaked and like it, they light they don't they just light on fire they they burst into flames with this 80 bitty, tiny, lighter flame. It is the weeniest-looking lighter I've ever seen. It's just like a little bick, and he, like, lights the shirt, and it just goes up like fucking flash paper. But instead of of showing us the fire, they just do, like, what is it, like the... They just do, like, uh, what kind of... What's that fucking paper, like, that you just, like, put in front of a lens and just, like, make little fucking colors with it? Like a gel? Yes. (laughs) He just put, like, a gel in front of his face. (laughs) Well, they do show the one fire with the shirts, and the mosquito gets freaked out and backs away, and then Doc goes... Huh? They're just like the little ones. They're afraid of fire. Okay, sure. You? He cracked the fucking code. So what? They burn their clothes and like what? Wait till morning or some shit. No, that's the plan. And they're like, we can't. What about the smoke? And he's like, I don't know. Let's just get out of here. <laughs> Well, no, he's like, actually, it's pretty ventilated, so we should be okay. And then it just cuts to morning. Oh, yeah, that's right. So then they climb out. Well, this also, this is the scene with the fucking line that I've been joking about oh, the entire yeah. <laughs> time. They're talking about this fucking meteor, and um, they wonder, you know, they don't know it's a spaceship. They don't ever find out it's a spaceship, by the way. But they're, they're like, oh, maybe this meteor is causing this because the radiation spikes and whatnot. And uh, Hendrix is off on the side. He's like, Pff. He's like, that's all that science bullshit. And Doc Parks is just like, this is, you're living science fact! Oh my god. Yeah, because like, you know, they don't, nobody knows what really happened, but they're just like hypothesizing about like, what happened. He's like, that's some sci-fi bullshit, Doc! Yeah, they don't, they don't bother giving you an explanation, like proper catharsis for this fucking, this this alien mosquito nonsense. I just can't get over the fact that this fucking jerk-off is gonna stand there and try to argue that that's science fiction when you literally have giant mosquitoes trying to kill you. Like, come on, man. Yeah, when you're fighting giant sci-fi monsters yourself so they go outside and they uh, they quickly do a, uh, a an r.i.p junior oh my god this fucking scene this is fucking dried up husk fucking gunner hansen gets down on one knee does the fucking sign of the cross and says i'm gonna miss you brother <laughs> and then they find out that like the mosquitoes after they bite you like they make you radioactive like for sure now like even though we already established that parks is now convinced he's like that's it it's the radiation it's the meteor somehow the mosquitoes ate the meteor and they became a giant mosquitoes or whatever imagine if they went like in a different direction with this and then hendrix just like turned into a fucking mosquito by the end of this movie now you're talking you mean like the end of tick (laughs) (laughs) yeah why not that would have been awesome. We got to watch that one, too. That's a good one. I was actually thinking about making that my next pick. <laughs> oh, man. Back to back fucking giant bug movies. Sign me up. So, so what? I can't remember how, but they get to this fucking house like that. that Parks just desi- like just decides it's this, the epicenter. Parks has that 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 uh, that sensor that's leading him towards what he thinks is the meteor. And they kind of creep up on this fucking abandoned house church thing. And, uh, him and Meg are going to keep going to look for the, what they, like, again, like I said, what they think is a meteorite, and the rest of the people are going to go check out this abandoned house. And initially, Gunnar Henson, he's just like, ah, I'm going to go with the science people. They seem like they know what they're talking about. And Ray's like, oh, excuse me, tough guy. You think I'm going to let you stay with my girlfriend alone? Like, I don't fucking think so. That's actually one of the smartest things Ray has done so far. Yeah, yeah. Like, he says it like a total asshole, but he's kind of got a point. Yeah, but then Gunnar Henson's like, listen, man. My brother's dead, and those goddamn mosquitoes killed him. So I'm going to kill him too, or something. I don't have any inflection in my voice. Not at all. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Uh, now now I want the Gunnar Hansen character to come to life. <laughs> would you like to stay or go, sir? I'd like it to stay. He should have been in equilibrium, man. He would have been great. Nah, just don't show any emotion. Like, perfect. He just plays Sean Bean's part. I swept my dreams beneath your feet, Preston. <laughs> careful not to tread on my dreams. Father said I'm a good cleric. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine if he was father? Oh, my God. Yes, please. <laughs> And then you surrender yourself to me entirely without incident. He he picks up his prosium, and he's like, I haven't seen one of these pills in 20 years. Tastes pretty good. One was enough. Uh, I just realized that uh, Gunnar Hansen looks like the guy in Mortal Kombat that's talking to Johnny Cage. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Master Boyd? He's like... Mr. Boyd and he's like hi Johnny Hi Johnny you're not a fake Come to this fucking creepy boat Later and I'll show you a fucking tournament You've known me your whole life right Totally trust me go to this weird Spooky (laughs) island that's being run by a Weird magical wizard What has he got to lose (laughs) Is he a Spanish conquistador Where do you get these guys? Uh, I like how that director was basically like an an accidental analog for Steven Spielberg. So, I don't remember. Do Parks and Meg actually find the fucking ship? They don't find shit. No. That's what I thought. They just come back defeated like, ah, well... I don't know. This machine doesn't seem to be working properly. I guess that's the end of the plot. Let's just go back to the house. They're checking this fucking house out to make sure there's no mosquitoes or any people living there. And they're like, Hendricks, check the basement. He's like, why do I got to check it? They're like, just check it. He's like, oh, okay. So he opens a fucking closet and pretends to walk down the stairs. <laughs> he fucking goes down in this basement, and it's like the end of Home Alone. The fucking place is flooded. Yeah, the wet bandits. Yeah, he walks fucking three or four fucking steps into this place and is like, Eh, nothing wrong, and then he walks away, and there's a fucking swinging door with, like, the shadow of an egg, and he just totally ignores it. Yeah, that's not going to come up later. (laughs) Foreshadowing. I don't have to pay no mind to that. The whole reason I think they go to the house is because they get the readings from the Geiger counter, and they're like, oh, that must have been where the meteor crashed, and that's why they don't find it, but there's a huge uh, source of radiation coming from it. Yeah, because when they come back, when Meg and, uh, Parks come back. Parks is inside, like, taking apart the sensor because he thinks it's broken. And he keeps, like, putting it back together... And he's like, ah, oh, either this thing's broken, or we're sitting on top of an atom bomb. Right, exactly. Oh, is this what he has? His little, his little fucking baby fit? Yeah, he kind of, he gets kind of really pissed off. He throws shit everywhere. I'm like, dude, calm down! Oh my god, there's bigger problems right now, like surviving. Yeah, like gi- like battling the giant insects that are soon to set this to siege this house. So they so they board this fucking place up, and they all grab some weapons. And Gunnar Hansen grabs his this fucking chainsaw. Of course. Uh, huh, 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 huh. And he's like, it's been 20 years since I handled one of these. <laughs> <laughs> and the crowd's supposed to go, oh, I get it, reference. I said to Joe before we recorded this that, holy shit, does he look stiff holding that thing. Texas Chainsaw was, what, 74. It was literally 20 years, 74. Yeah, and, like, Gunnar Hansen looked like shit in 1995. So he was probably, like, his fucking shoulders and hips probably didn't work anymore. He's a super nice guy, though. It, it, it needs to be emphasized. that I'm not trying to speak ill of the dead. But No, I know, but I just want to keep saying that, too, because, like, yeah, we're making fun of this movie and shit, but, like... I love Gunnar Hansen, you know what I mean? I wish he was good in this. I wish he was, but he's not. I wish he was, too, because like I was like, oh, shit, it's fucking Leatherface, and then he opened his mouth and was like, oh, and that's why I don't hear from you anymore. (laughs) Well, yeah, because he's a super intimidating dude, but he can't back it up. Yeah, if you throw a mask on that guy, he's fucking terrifying. Or else he just kind of talks like this. Can you imagine Leatherface walked up to you and was like, Hey, can you please get inside that house and climb inside my meat freezer? Okay, thanks. Like, this is the man I asked for, like, where's the fucking ketchup aisle in the fucking supermarket. <laughs> he turns around and revs the train cell. You're like, ah! Uh, this is the meat department. This is the deli. I work here by myself. <laughs> okay, he lifts it above his head and starts cutting fucking meat up with it. <laughs> he starts Screaming making pig noises and shit huh, that's just how it's done man oh that's the best gunner hansen rules but not in this this is also where hendrix has your uh the aforementioned a uh, rant in the corner shut up hendrix go do this hendrix tell him tell you what to do hendrix and it goes on for like two minutes well well ray and meg are counting out all the shells they have left and ray's like all right we only got like eight shots and he hands hendrix two shotgun shells She's like that's it that's all i get He's like, I was hiding under a boat. I should have just stayed there. Instead, I got stabbed in the leg. I got thrown around. He's like, can I got two fucking shotgun shells? And then Ray hands him one more. He's like, thank you. Yeah, he's like, it's wet. It's got bug goop all over it. And he's like. Shut the fuck up, Hendrix. He literally says that to him. Shut the fuck up. At some point, too, Hendrix is like, oh, well, got to go save the world. And I think I said it out loud. I was like, hold up, Hendrix. Slow down. Let's worry about saving the camp. How about saving yourself? Yeah, If you can't save this fucking camp, then the U.S. government's just nuking that place off the face of the earth. Let's be real. As, as soon as this gets out of the camp, trust me, the government's going to handle it, okay? We don't need you to save the planet. <laughs> and if hope is falling on squirrely on your shoulders, we're fucked. Yeah, you're not making it out of this anyway, so what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't even know he didn't make it out of this movie until I went back and revisited it. <laughs> it's fucking great. It's ridiculous. He he gets a death deserving of his character. Let's put it that way. Is this where they, they talk about the military experience? Because I actually enjoyed this this little gag. Because like at some point, Parks is like, yeah, I served three tours in Vietnam. And fucking Hendrix is like, same i was like bullshit you did not but i think he really did <laughs> he just sucks so it doesn't matter but he looks way too young to have done that and then like kind of earl nods and like it cuts back to ray who looks across the room at everybody and like confusing goes like i mean i was in boy scouts and uh i was almost a weeblow if that counts and i was like that's not a bad joke it's not bad but when they laugh for fucking a minute straight and then are shocked to hear the mosquitoes coming in it doesn't work no it doesn't so the fucking mosquitoes besieged this house And they are breaking through these fucking boards that they put up. And all this shit, you know, Meg's axing him in the fucking head. They're shooting him with the shotguns. Now, Ray only has like what? Four four or five shots? Something like that. Hendrix, we have blatantly see, only has three. Okay. Uh, This fucking mosquito gets in and is like he jumps on hendrix and like ray like rips its wings off and then throws he and then uh, hendrix throws it in the corner and then he shoots it with all three motherfucking shotgun shells yeah and like by the way when these things get shot they explode in a burst of not just guts but sparks I don't know why, but it happens every single time. Probably c- because the, ex- the whatever is causing them, whatever the makeup effect is to have them explode is actually exploding inside. It's probably actual pyrotechnics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we cut to the fucking kitchen and this one mosquito like bursts through the window above the stove. Now, it can't get in all the way, and Meg's just kind of, like, standing there, and she could easily just hatch at this thing's fucking head off. But instead, she's trying to fuck with the stove, and she turns the stove's gas on, and then fucking Arthur Fonzarelli's the fucking stove on, and, like, <laughs> flames just shoot out of it for whatever reason and just burn the shit out of this fucking mosquito. Well, this mosquito's screaming in pain, and her and Ray are br- hitting with a fucking broom out the window. Yeah, what the fuck? You have an axe in your hand. What are you doing? Then there's like a weird interim after that. They killed like the four or five that that got in, and then it's just like, all right, we're gonna board this back up and just try to hold out. And it's like, okay. Oh, let's just let's do the whole scene over again. And then Parks fucking hatches this ridiculous plan. Oh my god, this fucking plan. Yeah, he's like, oh, this house is the epicenter. This is where it all. This is where it's all centralized or some shit like that, right? Well, he doesn't know that yet because first. He goes down to the basement with Hendricks because he's like, I want to make sure that's boarded up right because they hear a noise. Right. Hendricks like, I did it earlier. He's like, well, I'm going to go check your fucking work. He's like, come with me. So they go down there and uh, Parks walks six feet, you know, r- compared to the three that Hendrix walked. And is like, oh, my God. And they pan out and it's a whole fucking colony of these things and eggs down there hatching. It's the end of fucking aliens. This <laughs> This entire last third is ripping off aliens. I mean, I'm kind of into it. You know, you have this super damp basement. Like I said, the wet bandits were there before they got sucked dry. (laughs) Harry and Marv are in the back of the fucking building, just skin on the ground. They're corpses. That was their last stand. Kevin McAllister's locked in the fucking top room with his fucking tarantula. Not to go here real quick, but there's a fucking, there's a contract in the the latest Hitman game that tasks you with dressing up as Santa Claus and killing two bandits named Harry and Marv uh, in some Christmas party. You're kidding me. Do they look like them? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Daniel Stern made money off that. I, I mean, it's not like their likeness, but they look like them. Yeah, it's fucking fantastic. I couldn't believe that was there. Which randomly makes me think of that YouTube video of Daniel Stern pretending to be Harry and Kevin coming to kill him. (laughs) Look it up. So, yeah, Parks sees this mess, and then they go back upstairs, and he hatches his plan, and everyone's like, Hendrix, what the fuck? You didn't see that? He's like, hey, man, it's been a long day. Leave me alone. I've only doomed y'all. Yeah, but, like, he just, like, walks, like, two feet into the fucking basement. He's like, oh, well, we're all good. We're all good here. Yeah, he fucked it all up. Go fuck yourself, Hendrix. (laughs) So, uh, So they all go back upstairs, and Parks hatches his fucking plan, and, like... Parks is like, okay, I got it. We're going to rip off all the fucking wood off the windows and then break all the gas pipes and then we're going to light a match and blow the fuck out of this. But right before that, we'll go on the roof and then jump off or something. Yeah, like why didn't they, when they ripped the fucking windows out and all these bugs ran in, jumped out the goddamn window? Are they afraid that one of the mosquitoes is gonna wait behind the other side? I'm like, <laughs> I can't wait till they jump out. I'm gonna get them so good. First of all, I thought that they were going to run up the fucking stairs because I I haven't seen this movie in a while, and I was like, oh, they're gonna run upstairs and jump off the roof. Does anybody ever actually go upstairs on camera? No, but but Ray goes up there to put uh the rope around the um the boards. So so they they wrap the rope uh on all the boards of the windows, and they like bring all the ropes to like the middle of the room and they're all going to pull them at once. And while they're doing that, parks is like in the kitchen with like a fucking with like a radio and like a fire alarm and some shit. Well, he's a meteorologist. So clearly he knows how to make a bomb. Dude. Like there's no soldering iron there. Like how the fuck are you putting all these electronics together? (laughs) Uh, So he rigs this thing that like will ignite these matches and then it'll just, like, blow up the gas inside. So he he basically rigs, like, a, a timer with with uh, an igniter on it. So he makes this fucking thing. They bust all the pipes off. They go in the basement. They break the pipes. Everybody gets upstairs fine. They rip the fucking... Well, also, when when they go in the basement, one of the mosquitoes gets stuck in the fucking door. Oh, yeah, yeah. It chases him upstairs. And they open the door up, and this fucking mosquito's, like, flailing its wings, and it's, it's uh mandibles and they just start hacking away at this fucking thing and then it's a fucking grease spot right on the door it's like i just wanted to sell you cookies hey man i just wanted to borrow a cup of sugar (laughs) my mom needs it parks parks after they after they do all that he goes to like set the timer he's like i'm gonna set it for three minutes and hendrix is like three minutes he's like well, there's no way we can get the fuck out of here in three minutes he's like hey the second you pull that That uh, cord? these things are going to be in here, so if you don't get out of here in three minutes, you're fucking dead anyway. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Well, I mean, Hendrix wasn't long for this world anyway. And now my timer starts going off my head, because every time shit like this happens, I always kind of, like, time it out just to see. That must be exhausting. I just do it just because I'm just curious to see if they, like, padded it out right. They pull the fucking things off the windows, they set the the timer, and they run. Now, you'd think they'd run upstairs, right? Like, up the stairs to to the... you know, to the roof. These motherfuckers run into the kitchen and one at a time they start getting pulled up in a dumbwaiter. What, fu- <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? How is Gunnar Hansen going to fit in there? He's not. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Again, if he had this side subplot where he kept grabbing at his wound and he, you know, you could see it on his face that he was just going to sacrifice himself because he knew he wasn't going to make it, sure, whatever. Doesn't ever come up. Everybody besides Ray and Meg are like, 250 easily at least that thing wasn't made to lift those people i don't i don't know how hendrix thought any chance in hell he wasn't gonna have a problem going in that thing i was say like, because even ray even ray is a tiny man right but like they never that's never they never say that part of the plan like the fucking dumbwaiter and then we're just introduced to the dumbwaiter and it's like what the fuck what the fuck that was your that's the worst plan ever yeah and park's is a big dude too yeah You only have three fucking minutes. What are you talking about? Parks is better off climbing up the dumbwaiter himself. You're better running out the fucking front door. Yeah, well, like, what's the fear? A couple of them might get out. Okay, then shoot the couple that get out and the rest get blown up. Like, what's the big fucking problem? Yeah, kill them with brooms. Well, the whole thing, I guess, is they're trying to... (laughs) I guess the whole thing is they're trying to, like, trick them to come inside. So Meg goes up. No problem. Ray goes up no problem after a big thumbs up yeah after he's like see you in the side parks that thumbs up is so fucking corny i'm sorry hendrix gets in this thing and just falls to his death (laughs) (laughs) and and he's falling and he's like oh no 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 He's, like, almost to the top, and this fucking rope breaks, and he just fucking takes a one-way ticket to the basement. You don't even see him die. He just falls down this shaft, and that's it. Parks is like, oh, no, Hendrix. Anyway. I want to see the version of this film where he actually somehow miraculously survives, but is, like, totally fucked up, like, paralyzed, and he's just down there like, God, someone help me, and then just the mosquito goes at him as the building blows up. You mean he's, he's like, well, fucking Will Ferrell and uh, Austin Powers, like, someone help me, I'm alive, but I'm just badly injured. It smells a lot like almond. It's not a good sign. So then Parks is like, oh, shit, I did that. And Gunnar Hansen's like, all right, no problem. I'm going to go save your friend. Let me grab my chainsaw and cut this fucking door open instead of just opening it. Well, I mean, you had to get your Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, reference in all the way. Well, you got all these mosquitoes apparently like in the house, but he gingerly walks to the basement without being attacked once. No problem. And then he lifts his chainsaw. I kid you not, above his fucking head and starts attacking these things. Do- he goes full other face. Like he 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 spins it around. He does like every. He, he does exactly what it did at the end of Chainsaw for the fans. You know this fucking scene's great though because there's a stop motion. A mosquito like flying around his head and he swings this fucking chainsaw and takes its fucking head right off <laughs> well i love this entire final sequence it reminded me of the end of um uh friday seven now he never actually finds hendrix no he doesn't he just goes down there and chainsaw dances yeah hendrix is in the corner like please help please i'm barely st- i'm barely alive my head hurts if hendrix survived the fall he definitely didn't survive the fireball oh no and then and then Parks is upstairs and he's like, "Come on!" Like the two mosquitoes that came into the house, he's like, "Oh, come on, come and kill me! Come, I'm here." He's like, "He's like, he's like, come on, come on, do it! Come on, do it! Do it now, kill me!" And then he slaps his hand on a refrigerator and oops, foreshadowing. You think Steven Spielberg saw this movie? I'm sure he did. We're gonna get to that in a second. Now these these pipes are all busted up and they're they're pouring out this gas. So the timer on the fucking igniter doesn't even go off yet because. Gunnar Hansen falls over, and like his chainsaw hits the stone wall and makes a spark and just fucking blows the fuck out of this place. Yeah. So R.I.P. Hendrix, fully. <laughs> he did, and Gunnar Hansen, he's dead. Oh, but before that, we have to we have to tell talk about uh, Megan and Ray are on the roof and they grab his hands and go ready, one. Two, three, and they both jump off, and they both break their ankles uh, and die horribly. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That didn't happen. They land fine, uh, and they run away. Yeah, they're, like, running away from it. The fucking place blows up. They, what are they from? The school of Isaac Hayes? They're just, like, instead of just jumping, we got to count it out first. One, two, three. <laughs> they're up there. They're like, one. Two four. Ah, shit! We gotta do that again. <laughs> Fuck a building, just kills them. Ah. No, no, when I say when I say two, you say two. Okay, okay. One two. No, okay. We're off. No, sit, do it again. Grab my hand. So Ray and Meg see the houses blown up, and they and they kind of walk over by the, the the remnants of the explosion. And in full fucking crystal skull effect fucking Parks is inside the fucking refrigerator completely survived the explosion. Although to be fair he looks way more fucked up in that refrigerator than Indiana Jones did after a nuke. And and to be fair like I would believe this over a nuclear bomb any day of the week. Not only was a nuclear bomb but didn't he get shot like fucking however many feet into the air. <laughs> he totally did. It's a nuclear bomb that sends him careening across the desert and he lands in like a ditch. I can't believe I saw saw that movie in theaters i'm uh, i I saw it with my friend pat bean mutual friend i don't know what we were thinking that day but you know it had to be done i I saw it with my ex-girlfriend i walked out of it i was like that was fine and that was the end of the relationship (laughs) (laughs) no it went on for much longer uh so yeah they see parks i don't remember how this movie actually ends okay (laughs) they open this fridge and he looks in, and parks is inside and ray goes Shit! and then they pull him out and then they, like, put them put him on each of their shoulders, like, they prop them up, and he's like, we did it. And he's like, yep, we did it. Credits. Well, no, and then he goes, now let's get the hell out of here. Cut to end credits. It, like, it literally just cuts to black after that. They probably ran out of money if we're being real with that tiny-ass budget. I mean, I might be totally ignorant to this, but I'm starting to notice a theme with these movies that they just, like, they run out of money, so they just end it. They just stop. It's still John Hurt's fault, because that happened in that movie, too. Ah, <sighs> Frankenstein Unbound, man, that movie sucks. It fucking sucks. <laughs> I like how, I like how that was like ten episodes ago, and the, the reverberations are still being felt. There's residual hate for it, much like the John Hurt timeline. Or, I'm sorry, the movie dumpster time, the MDU, the movie dumpster universe. Shh, we got to keep that in pocket. I'm gonna get out and do a graph of this shit one day. I'm not kidding. <laughs> mdu <laughs> we just you know if we if we had if we had like a building where we we all worked out of you definitely have to have the cardboard cutouts of Gunnar Hansen. you gotta have john hurt you gotta have kaminsky oh yeah you know you got rump in the front of the building of course that goes without saying we'd have a fucking whiteboard with the actual like the the fucking dr J- the dr john buchanan timeline and what he fucked up oh yeah hey we do have a website folks we do have a website we'd be like Stellan skarsgård and fucking thor holy shit <laughs> It's an energy source. (laughs) It all derives from from John Hurt's car. That's what happened. Oh, the Tesseract is beautiful. It it shows me such wonderful things. Imagine if Hendrix, when he fell down, that fucking dumbwaiter just a portal opened and he landed in fucking Switzerland. And then he gets run over by a fucking DeLorean. Oh, man. Now he's hanging out with them. That's where he went. Yeah, because there's no body. That's where he went, exactly. Yep, no body, no death. That's the comic book rule. Makes sense to me. So, uh... Where the fuck are we putting this movie? This is on my fucking shelf. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Give me this movie. I love this movie. I don't know. I might have to put this in the dumpster. A plus for me. This is right on the shelf. This movie sucks, but man, I enjoyed it. This is a ton of fun. Uh, it's got a lot of great gore in it. The acting is so fucking awful, but it's so charming and enjoyable. This movie was so fun. I couldn't help but just take that photo of myself mid-reaction. <laughs> to watch it and put it on the fucking website put it on the facebook page (laughs) this is a saturday night get drunk with your friends movie oh this is a party movie for sure um but yeah it's definitely on the shelf for me i don't know it's kind of like straddling a line because there's a lot of things about this movie i like and there's a lot of things about it i don't like you know with that said it's it's in the dumpster, but it's, like, on the rim of the dumpster? Oh, surely the good outweighs the bad on this one, no? Well, that's what I'm saying. It, it, it's in there, but it's not actually in there. I can I can break this down. Uh, Sean has this movie in his hand, and he takes the DVD out, and he slides it into a smaller little DVD sleeve, and he hides it between two other movies. And he takes the case, and he walks to the dumpster and goes, this movie's trash, and throws it away. But secretly, he still has this movie. <laughs> Sounds about right, man. That sounds about right. But the visual is that he threw this movie in the dumpster. That way he can <laughs> maintain some sort of level of respect. You know what it is? You know what it is, Connor? Just just to add an addendum to that. You know those little sleeves that come on fucking DVDs? I, I hate those fucking things. So I just I take the sleeve from a Mosquito and I throw it in the trash and that's good enough for me. <laughs> the the D V D ends up in like your fucking C D case in your car. It's like one of those movies and you're like, Oh, how did that get mixed up in there? Yeah, exactly. And then you put it in the C D drive and it just starts playing the fucking hook theme. <laughs> Oh, so, okay. Hmm. It's like my book full of like bootleg Japanese wrestling DVDs. Yeah, it's not, I don't know. It's probably not in the dumpster, but it's not a great movie either. I don't know. It's, it's it's definitely a hard one to recommend. It's definitely like Rawhead Rex territory, where there is a select group of people that I know to talk to about this film. And I also know a lot of people that would be like, this movie's a joke. Why'd you make me watch this? I would recommend this over Rawhead Rex any day. Really? Every movie we've we've talked about, except for like House of the Dead, all the Phantom Zone guys want to watch every single time so (laughs) even fucking dungeons and dragons and the hug a bunch they're fascinated by by my uh my nasty hatred of dungeons and dragons well they're in for a fucking interesting trip yeah i think out of arlen's own words though with the show he says i save movie dumpster like a squirrel saving nuts for the winter (laughs) (laughs) thank you What I'd like to know is there a horror movie with a fucking squirrel as the monster, Joe? You know, help. Do you, is there? I'm not. I'm not going to say no because it probably is. Uh, Class of Newcom High, or oh, the second one. I'm gonna have to look that up after this. I think I've. I think I've only seen the third one. Ah, we'll workshop it. So that's it. That's Mosquito, directed by Gary Jones from 1994. If you want some more bad movie goodness, you can check us out at moviedumpsterpodcast.com. Follow us at Movie Dumpster on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also check out our sister podcast, The Phantom Zone, hosted by our very own Connor McGraw. You can find them at phantomzonepodcast.wordpress.com. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm Connor McGraw. Thanks for visiting the dumpster. Hey doc, that's science fiction bullshit. You are living in science fact. Mm-hmm.